Welcome back to another episode of the So To Speak podcast. We're going to continue exploring the highs and lows of the human experience, which is really the essence of the entire series. It's peppered throughout every single episode, and it really is the point of sowing what you are speaking, whether it be non-verbally or verbally. What are we putting in our mind, and how can we pay a little bit more attention so that we feel more relief and less overwhelmed and more peace and less frustration and confusion and exhaustion. So you are tuning in for a special series that kicked off at the beginning of October called Create Like a Mother. And every Sunday I have a guest come on, and this will be going through the month of November, where I have a mom who is at a different stage of parenthood, and they share what lights them up, them specifically, in addition to all the things that we're all doing, what is it that they do to fill up their creative care, as that really is the ultimate self-care? What does creativity mean to them? Why is it so essential to create a wholeness, W-H-O-L-E, instead of that hole that we often feel, that that, that vacant feeling in us when we're doing all the things and we still don't feel satisfied and then we might totally, you know, knock ourselves out with guilt because we should be satisfied, especially with everything happening in the world right now. It is so essential for you to continue to tap into what has you feel whole because we need it now more than ever. And this past Sunday, we had the delight of having Danielle DeSantis, who is a singer. She's also the owner of Loda Restaurant in Bolton Landing, New York, as well as Bear's Cup, which is a delicious cafe. I had the best iced Americano of my life there this past summer. And they have delicious pastries. And Danielle is just fire. She's so lit up. We shared our love of really pampering and treating ourselves and also got into the importance of modeling to our kids how important it is to make time for yourself and also to continue following your dreams even when there's so much being asked of you. And we can fall so quickly into the quicksand of guilt and overwhelm. And my hope for you is that when you're listening into these episodes during this special series of Create Like a Mother or otherwise, you leave feeling less guilty and you leave feeling less overwhelmed and you leave feeling more whole, relieved, and connected to yourself and other people. We just need that so, so much. And one of the hesitancies that Danielle and I had when airing her episode was it was right in the mix of everything happening in the Middle East. And it was like, is this trivial? Should we not be airing this right now? And I'm a huge believer that when life is incredibly heartbreaking, we need more people who are lighting it up so that we can continue to feel optimistic, hopeful, and connected. Because if we don't, and everybody just completely goes into their dark corners and is non-existent in showing the light of humanity, we're really doomed. So this episode today, this solo episode, is going to be diving into an incredibly relevant topic with our fast-paced and often tumultuous world, you know, moving from guilted gratitude to true appreciation we're going to be hitting on. And we're also going to discuss the importance of finding joy during difficult times because I think they go they go hand in hand. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the So to Speak podcast. 
I'm Christy Mandor, and I'm so glad you found your way here. As an energy leadership and mindset coach, I work with high achieving leaders and entrepreneurs to support them in getting out of their heads and back into doing the meaningful work that lights them up. In this podcast, you're going to be hearing conversations with leaders, creatives, entrepreneurs, trailblazers, and change makers who share their stories and strategies that help them to continue on when the inevitable mental quicksand comes to take them down. My hope is that by listening in on each episode, you leave feeling less alone and more relieved, reset, and reconnected with yourself and a possible shift in perspective that supports you in reigniting your passion and unwavering dedication to doing the work you came here to do. I'm glad you're here. Chances are, if you are of the human race, you've had the desire to write a book. And chances also are high that the idea left your mind as soon as it arrived. You're so not alone. Upwards of 80% of Americans say that they want to write a book. And those who actually start, guess how many see it through to completion? 3%. 3% actually see it through and only 1% see it published. There are many reasons for this. One of which is that they didn't have the right support system to guide them through every step of the way. Lucky for you, our friends over at Scripture Publishing Group have given So To Speak listeners $250 off their From Polished to Print package. This is the golden enchilada of book writing to help you take your dream and see it published. The link to cash in there is in the show notes below. And if you're wondering where to even start, go ahead and give Kelly a call. She's happy to guide you towards the best direction to take. And you can book that call over at scripterpublishinggroup.com. And while you're there, be sure to take a look at their latest offering of a writing retreat in Ireland, one of the most beautiful countries in the world, so I hear, June 23rd to the 29th, 2024. Again, all of that can be found down in the show notes below. Happy, happy writing. Okay, we're going to start by exploring the concept of guilted gratitude. My guess is that if you're listening in, you probably already know what this is maybe far too well, but just in case, you know, let's say, have you ever found yourself saying, I should be grateful when faced with a challenging situation, even when you don't genuinely feel grateful? That is guilted gratitude, and it's a very common experience. It's when you feel obligated to express gratitude, even when your heart is not fully in it. This could be due to a number of things, societal pressures, fear of judgment, or simply because you've been conditioned to always see the glass as half full. And it gets tricky because, yes, we want to be anything but Debbie Downer, but oftentimes that just suppresses those natural and normal lower vibe feelings that we all feel instead of allowing them to express themselves out in a healthy way. Because here's the thing, guilted gratitude isn't genuine gratitude in case you didn't catch on to that so far. It's a facade and it can be a roadblock to your emotional well-being because it's like you're putting on a face underneath though, the energy is totally different. So instead of acknowledging your true feelings and working through them, you might find yourself suppressing them, like I just said, and that's where the guilt comes in. So let's take a moment to understand why guilted gratitude is so common. Our culture often encourages us to put on a brave face, to be strong, and to always count our blessings no matter what. While these sentiments aren't inherently negative, it's okay to admit when things are tough, and it's okay not to feel grateful all the time. 
It may sound really crazy to say that, but it's normal and it's so human. So how do we move from guilted gratitude to true appreciation? The key here is to acknowledge and validate your emotions, even the challenging ones. So here's the most counterintuitive piece to this. By admitting that you're not feeling grateful or being honest that you're not grateful all the time, you actually have a shorter road to gratitude, to like genuine gratitude and appreciation. It makes no sense, but you probably have experienced that. Like when you've actually admitted that you're not feeling grateful, but you're feeling envious, you're feeling exhausted, or you're feeling frustrated and pissed off, it doesn't mean that you actually go so deep into those feelings. Just acknowledging them oftentimes has, you may have heard this before, I've said it so many times, Dr. Dan Siegel's go-to phrase is name it to tame it. When you name how you're feeling, it actually tames it in your system and it allows it to move through versus being pushed down into the basement, right? Or kept in your attic of your head. You want it to move through and just to acknowledge that this is super duper normal. It's essential to understand that gratitude is not a one-size-fits-all emotion. It's nuanced, and it can coexist with other feelings, including frustration, sadness, and anger. So it's like, it's that yes and, right? So yes, I'm really angry right now because plans fell through, and I wanted to be able to go away with my friends, and it was like the one thing I wanted to be able to do. Maybe that happened with you, right? You had plans to go away with your girlfriends, and plans fell through, and you were really angry. And you can still feel grateful for your friends. You can still feel grateful for your family. You can still feel grateful for the awesome outfit that you bought. It doesn't mean it's trivial. It matters. And the same is true when you're feeling sad. You can feel super sad and heartbroken for what's happening in the world and feel gratitude for the safe space that you live in. You can feel gratitude for all the people who come together and created all of these incredible donations to be sent to the Middle East or all of these people who have come together and shown that there is hope in collective humanity. So one way to transition from guilted gratitude to true appreciation is through mindfulness. We hear about mindfulness all the time, but this one is really important because when you take the time to reflect on your emotions, you have a better opportunity to understand why you're feeling a certain way. And then you can allow yourself to process those feelings without judgment. To reflect on your feeling and you're noticing it, And you might go into like why you're feeling that way. And before you get hooked by the story, you allow yourself to stay with the feeling. So instead of getting hooked into your head, you stay with the feeling without judgment. And only by acknowledging your emotions can you genuinely appreciate the positive aspects of your life. Because if you think about it, when you're suppressing your emotions that don't feel good and you feel guilty for feeling how you're feeling, you're just keeping them in your system longer. And it really does cloud up all of the other higher vibe feelings from really showing themselves in a genuine way. Another way to transition from guilted gratitude to true appreciation is finding joy during difficult times. And believe me, it can feel really uncomfortable to have any sort of joy in your life when you know that there is so much heartbreak and so many atrocious acts being done in the world. Still, it is so crucial. It's crucial for for all of our spirits to 
be able to weigh out everything that's happening in the world with some lightness. Joy is not the absence of challenges. It's the ability to find those moments of light, even in the darkest of times. And that's what makes it so powerful because, of course, those lower feelings in you are going to like suck you in. It always reminds me of that scene in Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Remember when like the creepy crawler ghosts would come before they took like the bad guy away and they were really squeaky and they like grated across the ground. And oftentimes we feel that there's this sense of darkness that's just taking us down. And if we feel any joy, the darkness is going to come more and like really try to bring us out into the abyss. And that just is not true. It's so not true. And it's so important to remember that finding joy does not mean denying or ignoring the difficulties you're facing. It means embracing a perspective that allows you to see the beauty in the midst of adversity. So it could be as simple as watching a beautiful sunset. It could be sharing a laugh with a friend. It could be finding solace in a good book. And oftentimes when when things are really difficult, it's been proven that when you go back to something nostalgic, it allows your heart to warm up. So it may not be something that is new and fresh and novel. Again, you know, trust your intuition on that. But it might be like going to the library or going through your old books and finding a book that you loved when you were a kid and rereading it or watching a movie that you loved when you were a kid or at a another time in your life when things are going really, really well, or even a song like music, we all know, right? Music is just a kicker to get us to our heart just exploding with love and joy and peace and all that good stuff. And then when that happens, you will be shocked at the internal nudges that then give you some sort of a glimmer of like, oh, I wonder if I should do that. Oh, that's an idea. We need to be able to access that space in us. And when we're feeling really heavy and dark because we feel, quote unquote, like we should, or we're a horrible, horrible jerk if we're not feeling awful, which is a whole other podcast I'm going to be running on how we can get really addicted to being unhappy. It doesn't make sense, but it does once I get to that podcast down the road. But it's this idea of like, if we hold on to that heaviness, it's going to prove that we're good people. And that's just not true. It's just absolutely not true. And when you allow it to move through you, that is when you get those internal nudges of how you can contribute what the world needs right now, which is usually something along the lines of more connection, more collaboration, more creativity, or all three mixed together in one beautiful bag. Okay, so how can you actively seek joy during difficult times? If your mind hasn't already been going, if your heart hasn't already been fluttering from what we've been talking about so far, I'm going to give you some more that may prompt you a bit. So it starts with being present in the moment and seeking out the things that make you smile, just like we were talking about, even when life feels heavy. Practicing gratitude genuinely and embracing joy does not mean you have to be happy all the time. I'm going to say it again. Practicing gratitude genuinely and embracing joy does not mean you have to be happy all the time. No one is happy all the time. We realize that. However, sometimes when we're not happy, we feel really bad. We feel awful. We might feel like jerks. We might feel like, uh, I should be happy. And then we go round and round the Ferris wheel or carousel, whatever you want to think of with guilted gratitude. Why am I not happy? There's so many horrible things happening in the world and I have all this going for me. 
and then it just brings on more of the darkness. The joy piece is this. It means acknowledging that life has its up and downs. We're going to stay with the amusement park and go with a roller coaster. And that's what makes the moments of joy all the more precious. And it makes me think of that scene in Parenthood with Steve Martin and Joaquin Phoenix and Diane Wiest and Martha Plimpton. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Mary Steenburgen. The scene with the grandma where she talks about the roller coaster and it's just so beautiful. And I'm going to put it in the show notes below so you can access it right away. You don't even have to look for it because it will light you up. I promise you. And also share with me your favorite movie scenes that make you so happy because I love having those at the ready. But it's a beautiful scene where Steve Martin's, I think it's his mother, or it might be his grandmother, but I think it's his mother, has this story that she shares about being on a roller coaster and she parallels it to life and it's just so uplifting and joyful and you'll be crying and laughing at the same time, I promise. Okay, so bringing it all home, moving from guilted gratitude to true appreciation, it's about allowing yourself to be human with all of your complexities and emotions. And it's about embracing gratitude as a nuanced and evolving feeling. It's not simple. It's just not that simple. There's a lot to it. And finding joy during difficult times, it's an art of resilience, really. If you look at it that way, it may actually make you have more of like the joy lens on. Like, wait, that's that means that there's resilience? Yes, 100%. 100%. It's like they talk about optimism is simply having bad, difficult days or moments and realizing that it's not the end. Realizing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. That's how you're going to look at it. And the resilience of being able to find joy during difficult times can be really tricky. It's possible though. And it's a testament to the human spirit's remarkable ability to find light even in the darkest corners of life. We just so need it. We need it so much. So I hope that there's something in here that gave you hope, that gave you encouragement, that gave you support, that gave you relief, that gave you whatever you needed today. And my question for you would be, what are you going to do with it? Whether it's something in the world that is going to make it better in some way, whether it has to do with donations, whether it has to do with your time, whether it has to do with helping out your neighbor. Like, Let's not look so past our immediate corner of the world it has as big of, a, of an impact as ever to work right in our community as well. Or is it art that you're going to create? Or are you going to dance to songs that you haven't heard in forever? Or are you going to play a game that you haven't played in forever? Like what is going to be your joy booster? Trivial as can be. It doesn't matter. It's whatever brings you genuine, unique joy because we need it now more than ever. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the So To Speak podcast. I hope you found some valuable insights on how to embrace your genuine gratitude and finding joy during challenging moments. And remember, it is okay not to be okay. So I'm also going to put that song in the resources as well by Demi Lovato. It's so good. And it's also okay to seek happiness amidst the storms. It's not selfish. It doesn't mean you're an A1 a-hole, Okay. Finding happiness in the storm is the resilience piece. It's what we need. We need to know that we are okay being happy and it doesn't make us unempathetic, self-absorbed jerks. So until next time, stay authentic, 
keep discovering the beauty in what you are sowing to speak because it matters more than you know. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the So To Speak podcast. If you found some insight or some useful nuggets in this episode, I want to hear about it. So make sure to connect with me on Instagram, on LinkedIn at Christy Mandor. Also go ahead and share it with anyone else you feel could benefit from the messages in this episode. And while you're at it, go ahead and throw up a rating and a review wherever you're listening in from, which helps significantly in other people learning about the podcast because it takes all of us to get ahead of our heads. I'll see you next week.